Welcome to Joe Bates Explains Edinburgh. Hi guys, uh, welcome to the fourth and final part of my guide to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I'm ending my Edinburgh journey on a high uh, here in the toilets of the Belushi's Bar across from Edinburgh Waverley Station. Uh, Luckily there's no one in this one. I can't say that it was my original plan for my final show, the final show that I saw at the Edinburgh Festival to be the Arsenal-Man City match. But overall today hasn't really went to plan. Like if you were listening yesterday, I emailed Julian Lee, who was on the first episode, and just to see if I could be in his compilation show, his stand-up compilation show, uh, I just really wanted to say that I'd performed at Edinburgh. And Julian was really nice about it, but he said, obviously, the bill's fully booked now. If I'd have asked him earlier, he definitely would have been able to let me perform my five minutes of political comedy. Uh, He has said that if a space opens up, um, he'll let me know, uh, like last minute. So that's why I haven't been to any shows today. Like I've just been walking up and down Prince's Street, practicing my little stand-up bit, which uses the word Corbyn and the word racism a lot. So people will definitely have thought that the latest allegations against Corbyn have caused me to have a psychological breakdown of some sort. But Julian's compilation show is over in, like, 20 minutes now and my train back to London is in an hour so I don't think I'm going to be able to say I've been a performer in this year's festival. Never mind, never mind. The quest wasn't a success but we've still got a great final podcast ahead of us. We've got interviews with performers Claire Nikki Forrock, Mr Lorraine and Jonathan Martin. There's previews of two more shows I'll be bringing to the Edinburgh Fringe next year providing I'm much better organised than I was this year. So I better get on with the show um, and I better get back to the bar before someone takes my space. Uh, I really want to see the halftime analysis as well. So hope you enjoy this, the final part of Joe Bates Explains Edinburgh. Clear Nicky Forrock's Fun To Be Around is a funny and powerful show which is part stand-up set and part mental health manifesto. I caught up with Claire to talk more about it and to ask her about how she's finding her first experience of the Edinburgh Festival. Uh, Yeah, so my show is the true storytelling of a time when I was 19 years old. I lost my mind for about a year. It was a psychotic break. It was kind of like a brain on fire kind of situation. And now 10 years later, I'm a a storyteller and a stand-up comedian and also a social scientist. So I thought I'd better write a show about this. And that's what I did. And uh, yeah, so far I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's really great. Yeah, it's my first time here, so it's 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 very intimidating, but totally thrilling and enriching. And yeah, being up here and sharing this story has been so far so so interesting and rewarding. Um, after my show, after every single show, people come up and talk with me, and we just chat. And I love that. That's almost like the best part for me is like knowing that I've just talked for an hour and I don't really know what's going on in people's heads, but afterwards they come and chat with me and it's incredible what comes out or what they got from it. 
So yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that's what happened when I, I saw the show. And um, there was like a little mini queue of people waiting to have a word with you. That must be a, a very nice feeling, especially given that you know you've got the the humour there as well. So that, but at the same time, you're reaching people in a different way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's kind of the point of it too. Is like I'm trying to distinctize. I also have like a lot of thoughts and ideas about how we could be handling mental illness better and differently. Uh, in our societies so I've taken my kind of manifesto and made it funny uh, and I think people are quite relieved by that like they don't know what they're walking into exactly and I talk about some fucking heavy shit but people come away feeling light and that's that's good that's what I wanted yeah that's great and um, you ha have you done uh, you performed before were you a, are you regularly a stand-up or do you do like more spoken words sort of I do a mix. I like I call myself a writer because that's the common thread. It's just I write stuff and then sometimes I do say it. Uh, yeah, so I've been doing stand for a while. I had a stand up uh, comedy night that I ran in Macclesfield for a while. That was really great. How did you end up in Macclesfield? <laughs> <laughs> that is always people's question. Yeah, sorry. How on earth do you end up in Macclesfield? Um, I I had a partner there. So yeah, and uh, they have a wonderful festival there called Barnaby Festival and there were some stand-ups there and people just loved it and I realized that Macclesfield doesn't actually have a comedy night so I thought I better make one. Oh that's great, yeah. did you enjoy the experience? I loved it, it sold out every single time, oh. people are so supportive, yeah. it was wonderful. Yeah. And have you um, obviously doing your show every day, you're here for the full run, um, but have you had much time for recreation, have you seen any other people's shows? I have seen I think over 10 shows now, I'm hitting it pretty hard, like one to two shows a day minimum, Yeah. Uh, yeah, loving it. I definitely like put the LGBTQ filter on on the app and yeah. just run around trying to see as many queer shows as possible, like supporting supporting that kind of art. Uh, so shows I've seen so far, uh, Hot Mess, Succubus is at like 11.40 in the morning, it's an amazing way to start your morning with a bunch of like stand up. Yeah, isn't yeah. it amazing? Great. So good. Uh, Russ Pierce, he's also in my venue. Uh, Georgia Tazda, amazing, amazing drag show. Lol Word, amazing. Match uh, is a clown show, it's incredible. Spiderglass, super important about uh, toxic masculinity and squirrel plays about abortion. So yeah, so that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Claire, thanks for coming on Joe Bates Explains Edinburgh, and thanks for uh, the great show. Um, have a good rest of the fringe. Thank you so much. Happy Cheers. fringe. Thank you. Fun to be around. Claire's show is on at ten to six every day until the twenty sixth of August at the Grass Market Centre. Shows I'm going to bring to the Edinburgh Festival in 2019. Show 2. Let's talk about Steph Baby, the dark side of BBC Breakfast News presenter Steph McGovern. Summary of the show. Joe Bates and BBC Breakfast News presenter Steph McGovern are so similar you could almost call them brother and sister from another mother and mister. They're both from Middlesbrough, grown up only a couple of miles apart. They went to the same school. Sure, their journeys at Macmillan College weren't exactly the same. They were four years apart and academically very different, with Joe getting much better A-level results and going to a better university. But their destination was the same. That destination was success, with Steph McGovern broadcasting to millions of homes every morning and Joe having his own podcast series, 
and a comedy tour in August, where he'll be performing five minutes of material at open mic nights across London. With so much in common, surely they must be great friends and allies. Well, think again, because when Joan Steff crossed paths in 2010, they also crossed swords in 2010. And by crossed swords, I mean had a big argument on Facebook and never spoke to each other again. What led Steph to not invite Joe to the live recording of the very show she'd hired him to work on? What led Joe to send a message to Steph that started with the words, you must be fucking joking, and went downhill from there? You can find out all this and other things, like whether Steph actually really cares about business news at all, in this explosive tell-all show, Let's Talk About Steph Baby, by Joe Bates. It's a story of nepotism gone wrong. It's a story of a man refusing to play the media game, even if it does set his career back nearly a decade. It's a story that needs to be told. And it will be in 12 months time at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mr Lorraine is a one-woman show here at The Fringe about the life of a woman who has a man's voice. I talk to Lorraine about her experience and what it's like to bring your own show to The Fringe for the first time. Uh, so yeah, so my show is called the Mr Lorraine's basically based on being a woman with a manly sounding voice and all the drama that comes with it so instead of crying I've decided to just laugh at myself. My first time doing a show at the Fringe, I came to the Fringe in 2015 and 2016 as an audience member and whatever gave me the idea that I could actually pull off a show myself, I don't know but then here I am so That's no great. turning back. Oh good on you, um, I might ask for some tips actually Dwayne, how did you go about uh, like sorting it out, like from that initial idea that you had to, it was a quite a lengthy sort of process. Yeah, I mean, oh, it was a lengthy process, an expensive process, because I'm doing everything on my own, self-funded, but um, I did a TED talk in Kingston in January this year, and after the TED talk, I kind of knew what I wanted to do, because before that, I was actually just flirting with the idea of doing a show, but I think after I did the TED talk, it kind of gave me a little bit of structure as to what I can do, and then just calling around, trying to find a venue, tried to find a free venue, didn't get any response. I just thought, if, if it, I'll just do it myself. Because uh, for me, I think if I don't do it this year, then I'll probably find an excuse not to do it next year. Because a lot of the times, you know, life happens. Yeah, and there was a TED Talk your first time uh, performing in that way, like sort of speaking about your experience. Yeah, so I mean, my comedy is based on, you know, my voice. So I've done little shows and you know like five minute spots yeah. 20 minute spots here and there but then the TED talk was the first time I actually did it on a proper scale because the venue with about just almost a thousand people and was sold out so and the feedback was amazing so yeah, it was really good then uh, yeah so here I am now oh great and uh, what would you hope to get out of the fringe um, this time is it just the, the experience or would you like to sort of take this further if um, possible? I definitely want to take this further but I think I needed the experience as well 
because at the moment I'm everything I'm doing myself producing it and whatever else so I'm just hoping from here maybe I can get you know support from other people into making it a, a bigger and a proper production you know at the moment it's just a, a little this and that but hopefully you know we can make it explode and could you want to um, remind the listeners where they can catch you if they come up to Edinburgh okay great so my show is at the space uh, Jury's in which is venue 260 for the space um, and the show is at 7:25 p.m. till about quarter past eight. The tickets are only a fiver, so you know that's not much. So yeah, please come and watch Mr. Lorraine. You you will be pleasantly you know surprised. Uh, I'm trying to make it you know one of the good shows in in, in Edinburgh this year. So yeah, great stuff. Well, thanks for that, Lorraine. Uh, good luck on your first night tomorrow. Good luck with the Cheers. final 24 hours, and uh, yeah, have a good run. Great, thank you very much. Cheers, thank friends. you. Thank you to Lorraine for chatting to me there. You can catch her show Mr Lorraine from today at the Jury's Inn in Edinburgh. Shows I'm going to bring to the Edinburgh Festival in 2019. Show 3. Broken Finger, Unbroken Spirit. How nearly losing the tip of his little finger in the front door of his nana's care home changed Joseph Bates' life forever. Summary of the show. Uh, sorry guys, I don't actually have a summary for this one yet. I mean, it's still 12 months away. It's just something that I thought was significant that happened to me in February that I thought might make a good show of some sort. Uh, it needs a lot of work, obviously. Unfortunately, it did actually happen at the exact right time for me to make a show for the festival this year. Like the care worker even said to me, you could get a fringe show out of this she was releasing my bloody finger from the hinge of the door. I couldn't do it myself because it was a security door and needed a member of staff to open it. People have been telling me that I should have sued the care home because the way the door closed was dangerous and a safety hazard that I'd complaints about before. I didn't end up doing that because I didn't want to be the entitled millennial who took his nana's care home to court. The Daily Mail would have had an absolute field day with that one. But looking back, I definitely should have sued them because that would have been a great basis for a really hilarious show and the money I took from the care home could have been used to fund it for the entire run. Opportunity missed there, obviously, but I still plan on taking a show about my broken finger to the fringe next year. I think I've missed this window to sue them about my finger this time, but hopefully they haven't fixed the door yet and I'll do the same thing again next year. I mean, it wasn't that painful uh, after a few weeks. So keep an eye out for my show about my broken finger at the 2019 Edinburgh Fringe Festival. There's no better place for fans of improv comedy than the Edinburgh Festival. And Jonathan Martin is bringing his improv show up to the Fringe for its final week. I talked to him about what the show involves and what got him into improv. I'm a stand-up comic and uh, improver, <clears throat> so I've come up to Edinburgh with my improv show. Great, and, and what can we expect from this show? Uh, improv on demand, we're basically we're TV based, so we've got lots of games based on TV shows that you know and love or hate, uh, so Gogglebox and perhaps, have we had Google box where uh, the lamppost outside the house attacks 
and somebody is sent back to forewarn the goggle boxers. Yeah. Alan Sugar has uh, sacked a herd of uh, swarm of bees, <laughs> and uh, we managed to uh, discover the fate of old labour in uh, Time Team. Uh, so we're on in the last week of the Fringe, uh, so we start off on the 19th to the 25th, we have the Three Broomsticks, uh, which is on Cowgate, it's venue number 398, and we're on a, a 4.25. Okay, and obviously, I, I, one of the questions that I'm asking comics is, what's your best joke? But I suppose, in terms of improv, you have no idea at the moment, and if you did, you would be sacked as an improviser? No, I, I, I do go every time I go to I think of a load of ideas and a good show is I never use one of them but uh, I do do bits of stand-up so I'm doing a couple of little stand-up gigs on and off throughout the, the fringe as well so oh, great. Uh, we'll go with uh, well I actually did have to get the bus here and this woman was going on and on and on about her desire leopard print jacket but it was a fake the cheetah very nice but if I go to your improv show and you do that line, then I'm going to complain. Yeah, if but I do that line, I'll complain. That's, <laughs> Fair enough. It's got to work. I'm not going to aim to get that in at any point. Oh, that's that's very honourable of you. But um, so, thanks for coming today, John, uh, and thanks for talking about your show. I hope you have a good Edinburgh, yeah. and um, I'll uh, look forward to seeing your show very soon. And I will, at the end, in a sort of end bit to this section, I will repeat your dates and times for the listening. Public. Yeah. Thank you very much, John. You can catch Jonathan and his improv group at the Free Broomsticks at 4.25 every day from the 19th to the 25th of August. So there we go, uh, we've come pretty much to the end of my time in Edinburgh and that means we've come to the end of Joe Bates Explains Edinburgh. Um, I've had a good time in Belushi's sports bar watching the football and now I'm approaching Edinburgh Waverley Station. It's a slightly bittersweet end I have to admit. I was hoping to say that I'd performed at Edinburgh by the end of this guide series of guides but unfortunately Julian's show finishes in five minutes he was fully booked so what can I say I don't like I think that's the end I think I just need to go and get my train I might get a meal deal or something didn't fulfill my quest uh, just keep on checking the text but I won't miss one because it's got I've got the same text notification noise as most people have as a alarm for when they wake up it's very distinctive so I definitely wouldn't have missed it um, I'm going to listen to BBC New Comedian of the Year on Radio 4 now, um, live from Edinburgh. All people doing what I wasn't able to do. That's fine. Other people deserve a bit of joy. Definitely, I mean, there's hardly any time left of that gig. I'm not going to hear anything now from Julian. Never mind. Okay, so I guess I should wrap up. Joe Bates explains... Edinburgh. Oh, I, wait a sec. Um, I've got a text. Uh, it's off. It is from Julian, actually. Joe, the crowd are asking to hear your five minutes of political comedy. You've got to get here now. The Bourbon Bar is literally just around the corner from Edinburgh Waverley. I've got. I'm, I can make it. 
Oh, I can see the Bourbonbach. It's on the horizon. Crap. Oh, here we go. Main road. Oh, I think I'm going to make it. Hi guys, uh, I'm just here to do some bullet. Oh, what's my first line? What's my first line? Uh, okay. Hi guys, I'm just. Hi guys, uh, I'm gonna do five minutes of political comedy. So if you don't laugh, I'll just assume you're thinking about the points that I'm making. Hi guys, I'm just do five minutes of political comedy. If you don't laugh, assume points making. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Kennedy! Yay. We're going to move swiftly on, please, on the stage, Joe Bates! Hi guys. Uh, I'm going to do five minutes of political comedy, so if you don't laugh, I'll just assume you're thinking about all the points that I'm making. <laughs> Thank you very much for your Yes, I did it. I fulfilled my quest to perform at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Everyone there at the Bourbon Bar loved my set. Just after I turned the recorder off there, people started chanting my name, which was genuinely really rude during the final comedian set but very flattering for me nonetheless. And every single person came up to me afterwards to say that, at least in their heart, I was the best new comedian. All right, none of that's actually true. Uh, I did get some laughs in the bourbon bar, but much of what I said left the audience completely baffled. Like I've got a bit on homelessness, which is meant to be a sort of bleak commentary about austerity, but like sort of blackly humorous but the audience definitely reacted as if I was just finding the idea of homelessness very funny. And whilst I'm confessing, this episode has actually been built on a tissue of lies. Julian didn't only text me when I was on the way to the station, he actually emailed me back straight away and very kindly said I could have a little spot. The set actually took place on Saturday, so I'd actually already done it by the time the last podcast went out, but I didn't say anything because I wanted to keep people listening. In fact, the only thing that was true is the worst bit in the entire thing, which was I did actually spend my final hours in Edinburgh in a blue sheet sports bar watching the football. But none of that matters. 
What matters is I can officially put Edinburgh Fringe Festival Performer on my CV and LinkedIn, and also that I've had an absolutely brilliant time at the Fringe and doing this podcast. Thank you to all the performers that have joined me on Joe Bates Explains Edinburgh. It's been really great chatting to people, doing all different types of shows. The Fringe is on for the rest of the month, so do get yourself there. Like, I haven't checked the latest travel and accommodation prices, but I'm sure they're going to be really cheap. And if you haven't already, listen to all my Joe Bates Explains Edinburgh guides so you know exactly what to do when you get there. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back in September. Uh, I've been inspired by the success of these guides. So I'm going to have hundreds of new episodes of Joe Bates Explains It All, covering every single town and city in the UK, starting with Joe Bates Explains Lincoln uh, in early September. So until then, whether you're at the Fringe or not, have a really great summer.